Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to Word Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, Speak to My Heart, based on our reading of 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. Let us hear what the Word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. This know also, that in the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those things that are good, traitor, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such, turn away. Over the past 6,000 years, sin has been reigning on this earth. Over the past 6,000 years, Satan has been destroying the lives of men and women who refuse to exercise their freedom of choice to give the Holy Spirit a chance to change their lives. You see, my friend, over 2,000 years ago, Satan lost the fight between himself and God. When Satan, when Jesus rose from the dead, early that Sunday morning, Satan was fully aware that his ability to succeed in this war with God had come to an end. There was no chance he would be able to convince the remaining two-third angels in heaven that he was right. So, he had to make a shift in his action plan. Instead of focusing his attention on gaining the victory in the war against God, his intention is to rob as many human beings of the gift of eternal life. The more persons that he can deceive into believing his lies, the more persons that he will be able to end pull with him into hell. So, At this stage of our lives, we cannot afford to allow Satan to trick us into believing his lies. The Bible reminds us that in the last days, Satan will be moving around as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may destroy and rob of eternal life. In the Apostle's second epistle to young Timothy, he outlined the results of Satan's deceptive action on some individuals. It is very important to note that while the the Apostle Paul's letter was sent to the young man, Timothy, it is evident that he was speaking to those of us who lived just before the second coming of Jesus. In 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1 to 5, the Apostle Paul highlights some of the effects of Satan's deceptive work on human beings. Let us take a few minutes to examine carefully the results of Satan's work. This know ye also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, 
despises of those things that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. I'm not sure how many of us realize that the first thing in this list has to do itself. Here Paul seems to suggest that once Satan can get us to become lovers of their own selves, then he will be in a position to influence their carnal nature to remain alive. And once this nature remains alive, it will lead to all sorts of degradation of the human mind. So when the Apostle Paul used the phrase lovers of their own self, what did he really mean? The Thayer's Greek lexicon provides the following definition of the Greek word used for lover of their own selves. 1. Loving oneself. 2. Too intent on one's interests. Selfish. The Living Translation renders the phrase lovers of their own self this way. Love only themselves and their money. In essence, Paul is saying that at the heart of Satan's deceptive attack is to cause human beings to focus on themselves alone. And what this and when this occurs, the other sins will follow without any major issue. Matthew Henry in his commentary on this passage of scripture said the following perilous times shall come for men shall be wicked note one sin makes the times perilous when there is general corruption of manners and of a temper of men this makes the times dangerous to live in for it is hard to keep our integrity in the midst of general corruption. Number two, the coming of perilous times is an event of the truth of Scripture's prediction. If the events in this respect did not answer to the prophecy, we might be tempted to question the divinity of the Bible. We are all, number three, we are all concerned to know this, to believe and to consider that we might not be surprised when we see the times perilous. This know also. End of quote. Self-love will make the times perilous. Who is there who does not love himself? For this is meant of an irregular sinful self-love. Men love their carnal nature better than their spiritual self. Men love to gratify their own lust and make provisions for them more than to please God and to do their duty. Instead of Christian charity, which takes care of the good of others, they will mind themselves only and prefer their own gratification before the church's edification. That's the true end of of my quotation. Today, God is reminding us that Satan wants to rob us of the gift of eternal life. However, once we allow the Holy Spirit to take full control of every single year of our lives, self will die 
and God will replace our stony heart with a heart of flesh. It is my prayer that we will give the Holy Spirit a chance to do His work of transformation in our heart so that He, Satan, will not be able to deceive us. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, today for the reminder that we are in a serious spiritual warfare and the enemy of our souls, Satan, wants to rob us of eternal life. But thanks be to God. We know Jesus has won the victory for all of us. It is my prayer that we will hold on to Jesus with all our heart, our soul, and our mind so that we will not be deceived by Satan and lose our eternal life. Instead, we will gain the gift of eternal life and live forever, we pray. Thank you, Lord, for this reminder through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.